Welcome to Entering Storybrooke, a Once Upon a Time podcast, where we rewatch and analyze the ABC show. Before we begin, our podcast artwork was designed by Nickel Anarchy, and our theme song was created by Taylor Paisley French. Be aware, this podcast contains spoilers for the Once Upon a Time series. Welcome to Entering Storybrooke, a Once Upon a Time rewatch and analysis podcast. You're joined today by two reanimated zombies and a guest here to kill us, who've been cursed to believe they're adult podcasters. I'm Darian, joined by Fran. Hey. And our very special guest, Charlie. Hello. <laughs> uh, Charlie, tell our listeners, who the hell are you? <laughs> oh, that we're, we're getting really deep so early in the podcast. Um, who am I? Um... Well, I- I'm also a podcaster. I also have a Percy Jackson podcast, like literally everybody else here. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's called Of the Eldest Gods. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, Charlie's going to tell us more about that at the end of the episode. But for now, we're looking at season two, episode eight, Into the Deep, which premiered on November 25th, tw- 2012. It was directed by Ron Underwood and written by Edward Kitsis, Adam Horowitz, and Kalita Kalinda? Kalinda. I would have said Kalinda. I just read it wrong. And Kalinda Vasquez. Robert's not here. I feel like I've been talking a lot. Fran, (laughs) you wanted to do Notably on this day last time, and Robert wouldn't let you. Do you want to do it this time? (laughs) I will do it this time because Robert's a bully. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So, notably on this day... The top movie at the box office is still Skyfall, which, you know, it's Adele, fair enough. Let's go... Oh, wait, hold on. They just do the script and I just got really confused. Yeah. <laughs> but the top country song at the time was... Oh, wow. That's a great joke, Robert. Well done. We Are Never <laughs> Ever Getting Back Together by Taylor Swift. The number one children's chapter book is The Lego Ninjago Character Encyclopedia. I did not even know that was a thing. That's actually <laughs> awesome. Amazing. <laughs> That's pretty rad. Um, and uh, Robert says, while not notably on this exact day, but notably around this time, movie rental places such as Blockbuster start shutting down and streaming services start kicking off. R.I.P. Cool. <laughs> well, yeah, R.I.P. for Blockbuster, but also cool to know. I didn't. I thought it was so much longer ago. I thought it was like pre 2010s because it just feels like netflix has been around for ages but that doesn't matter right now yeah i think at the as it got into the 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 2010s is when streaming services really started to like netflix specifically really started to pop off with hey we won't just like as being streaming service not just the Mm. thing you order movies from but like hey do you want to just watch it at home on your wii (laughs) just how we got into using netflix the right way all right so We've got our 60-second synopsis, uh, but there's no wheel because we have a guest. So, Charlie, you're on deck with 60 <laughs> seconds. Let me... You've got 60 seconds of the clock. Three, two, go. Well, well, lots of shit happens in this episode. Um, It's a lot of dream world shit. Like, Henry and Aurora just go deeper into it, and it kind of gets bad. And M- Mulan is like, no, Aurora, you shouldn't be doing that. Um... And David and Regina are like, no, Henry, you shouldn't be doing that. So so they have to swap and have David and Snow White go in for them. And it's it's a problem. Um, um, I have more time. I don't know. You do, yeah. <sighs> you got like 25 more seconds. Um, 
Um, other things happen, but they're not as important. Um, there's also <laughs> zombies. <laughs> All right, I, think I that's don't know good. why there are zombies. Yeah, zombies felt like a weird choice. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. And we also have this current debate that we were having before we started recording of mm-hmm. are they actually zombies or are they something else? Because I don't think they should be classed as zombies as the show is classing them because Regina okay. is controlling them. Cora. 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 <laughs> I wish I knew Cora. you knew you meant that, but you, you might, we need to make it clear to the listener. Thank you. I appreciate it. I don't know why, why I said Regina. <laughs> well, yeah. I do because I'm obsessed with her. But um, as, as you should be. Puppets, basically. Yeah. They're just I organic just... puppets. I'm so confused on why... She she pulls out hearts all the time. Uh-huh. Why is this the time when she pulled out a heart and it killed somebody? Um, That's the I, thing that, that doesn't make sense to me. I think they would kill... I don't know if the hearts being taken out is what killed them. No, I think they might already be dead. And she's pulled their hearts out. Because they're dead and already buried. So she pulled their hearts out before burying them so they're not, like, lying around. But she's resurrecting them because she can control them through the heart. It is a very, like, convenient plot thing to remind the the viewer that if someone has your heart, they can control a character. Yeah, but, yeah. That is interesting. I thought she had killed them. And I'm like, oh, I think she still killed them. Why would you kill them? I think think she she killed killed them. them, But she just not by taking their hearts out. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I feel I like to... that should be a reused thing, though, like taking out the heart of a dead person and puppeting them around. I wonder if she took Actually. their heart out first and then killed them? Oh, wait, yeah, no, that's, yes, I think that's exactly that, just because it was a wall of hearts, and we know she was controlling Lancelot from before. Oh, right, right. So well, all she... the people that may have been there, she may have actually been controlling the She wasn't time. controlling Lancelot, she, she wasn't there. Oh, yeah, because she'd already killed watch... him. I wasn't in that episode, so I actually didn't watch. Um, I, I can't that remember. So I got confused. Yeah. She'd already killed like, him. Sure. Was pretending to be him. Yeah, he was um, an illusion. Um, <laughs> yeah, she was using that mask. He was thing. He's supposedly already dead at this point, but like Camelot things happen, and That's fine. He's actually I don't alive. think he's there though. He is. Is he? Oh, wow. Okay. He's definitely there. He's alive. I don't remember when. He's totally alive. He's not dead. I thought he was just in flashbacks. I'm trying to remember whether he's in flashback or whether he's... Yeah, Because like, they definitely say remember. he's dead here. Like, Cora says he's dead. He Cora like, says that. I don't that. want to talk about Camelot anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry. I barely no, want to talk there, about this episode. Like, Ten years. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, so, like, she's definitely... I think she was at least controlling all the people in that camp before. So, like, it could be that those are the people from the camp whose heart she'd yeah. already taken and was controlling... They yeah. were like it was it was like bloody how like their hearts were ripped out. So I was just like, what? What is happening? No, there? no, she wasn't controlling the people in the camp. She just killed all of them. Yeah, but when they when the people in the camp the ones who just became the zombies. I don't know. It would have been cool if that was the fact that if like Mulan recognized any of them. But that would have been. Don't yeah. no. They were buried, and I don't think. She, and she didn't take the time to bury them. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right enough then. I thought so they were basically meat puppets. I think we yeah. the not necessarily are our, our folkloric zombies. No. Well, now I'm wondering if you could blend bed zombies. Yes. 
Anyway, that's not yeah. once upon a time. As long <laughs> as they still have as long as they want a degree of, yeah, degree of moisture in the blood. Yeah. Then yes, but you probably couldn't do it with very old bodies. Yeah. If they've decayed enough, probably not. If you resur okay, if if let's say someone had used a spell and brought these in at like dead bodies back as like animate corpses and then ordered them to go get Emma and the compass, but hadn't would those then be zombies? Yes, yeah, so sort of like if it was like, like Daniel remote controlling them. Yeah, if it was like Daniel, then yes. Was Daniel but in this a zombie? Case, I think he would be classed as one because he classed as zombie. I sorry, just give me a reason and I'll say mine. Yeah, the only reason why I think he would be classed as a zombie is because he is fully reanimated. Like he yeah. has a, a more of a consciousness, whereas like. Like the sort of zombies that I think of are like the ones that they're like they're mind numbing, but they they have some consciousness because they know they need food, they know where the food is, they know how to get there and stuff like that. So there's a level of consciousness. He's just a slightly more intelligent form of a zombie in that he has more consciousness, but he then falls back into the more rage side of zombie. So eventually he would have become more zombie like. So, so like the in between. I feel like if you have a degree of personality, you, it is not a zombie. Yeah. Eh. It's like a Frank. Listen, like Frankenstein's monster from the Mary Shelley book, we would not call that a zombie. True. Yeah. True. Which means Daniel is not a zombie. I yeah. agree with the rage thing. But I think I he would have become one eventually in that he would no longer have had any consciousness after a period of time because he was fading in and out. Like That's only true, ever but, so often. But a zombie would have just eaten Dr. Will and not just ripped his arm off. And then left. Yeah, mm. yeah. Zombies don't I'm cause like there. violence for violence' sake. They're they're just creatures that are just consuming. Yeah, they're an allegory for for capitalism consumerism. and consumerism. Yeah. So this episode, though, that's it with the zombies. After we yeah, yeah. get, <laughs> I was gonna say, is there any fanfics of Once Upon a Time and Zombie Apocalypses? There is. There is. Good sure. to know. <laughs> of course, I know them. I uh, there is one that's specifically to do with like inspired by fallout and by oh a few other God. things as well yeah this is on is a zombie like fallout hunter. and walking dead yeah of course yes yeah. yeah yeah emma is a zombie hunter and regina runs a sanctuary town oh like my god love it i'll see if i can find it it's gonna be in my list somewhere but it was very good um <laughs> anyway uh there's if there's a fanfic for everything in once upon a time especially mm-hmm. for swan queen <laughs> this episode's fine i think like, it moves the overall plot of the season forward. Yeah. And it has no flashbacks. Like, that's an important thing. This episode has no flashbacks. That's what it is about this episode that was, like, weirding me out. There are no flashbacks. It is all exactly in the present what is happening. Yeah. That's why it's so forgettable. We learn nothing new. Yeah. I would have liked to see, like, this would have been a really good opportunity to actually have had a flashback with Regina when she finds out that her mom is there. Mm-hmm. Or maybe uh, Mulan. Maybe show a little bit more because she's a hashtag problem in this episode. Unnecessarily. And it's irritating. I, okay, here's where we're getting to the bowling point with me and Mulan. She's so goddamn boring. 
victim. And it Do makes go me like that. Ma- it makes me mad that she's so boring because that's in the writing. She is yeah. Mulan. She should say, not be boring. Yeah. That is how they write her. Yeah. This is the whole thing. So they've definitely I do agree with the presentation of her character. I do still love her because she's very sapphic in this, but like in the compet panic sort of situation. Mm-hmm. With the way she's so overprotective, which is like, but it's for Philip. All that I'm doing for Aurora is for Philip. I'm like, honey, no, you're just gay. Um You ever <laughs> fall in love with your your best friend's girlfriend um by accident? I, I guess that's a situation here. Except I'm the, not gonna the solution me- is Polly. My problem is that it's it's it is later, but it's not now, mm. right? No, and no, I feel like no. it would be different if they were actually writing it as she is in love with Aurora, ha- is cares about Aurora. The character yeah. would be presented as different. Granted, like we look at the entire scope of the show, so with the entire scope, we recognize that it is because she cares deeply for Aurora. Yeah, or is starting to. This is or where starting I think to. Like, yeah. this is where she's starting to. Yeah, because she's got the she's justifying her reasons of her overprotectiveness of like, oh, it's for Philip. Yeah, and like she's going above and beyond, and like she freaks out. She freaks when out, Aurora right? is taken. Like and so. I- Sorry. Go on. No, finish <laughs> I was interrupting. Um, I just think it's just, I, this is where I, like, I pinpoint this as the moment of, like, where Mulan is starting to, and mm-hmm. it kind of freaks her out. Just, like, about how, um, thinking, like, the actual film Mulan, where Shang figures out that Mulan is a woman, and, like, the uh-huh. way in which, like, the complete stubbornness, almost emotionless element of just kind of, like, he's yes. just blank-faced. That's uh-huh. kind of how I'm seeing this moment of, like, her sheer panic, but also the emotionlessness because she's kind of like, <laughs> not to quote a Disney film, but like, what is this feeling? <laughs> like, what am I feeling? Is it homosexuality? No. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, when presented in that framework, I I can agree to that. And I like it much more with that framing device. Yeah. But the it, show isn't framing it the way the I have just, not. I've gone full fanfic. <laughs> and I appreciate that so deeply because I, I think it does make Mulan more compelling because it is annoying. I think that her reason when she sees like Aurora is burnt, because that's the thing we see, right? So in the, the they're going to the dreamscape at the fiery, the, the netherworld, I think is the term that they're using to describe it. Yeah, but just something like, like right. that. Yeah. Um, I don't like that name. My, my brain um, wants to just call it like the disco dance studio. Like that's what it looks like. <laughs> Am I wrong? Like every time I watch this show, I'm just like, "What? Why is this like a disco dance floor?" In this, Robert like, made a similar joke in the thing. last uh, our last episode. You're not Good. wrong. <laughs> it definitely it does. does. It is actually the most interesting actual physical set that they ever put them in. I would argue, outside of just being in actual places in Storybrooke. Yeah, I, like, I agree. Actual physical space, and it's not. I mean, the fire CGI, obviously. Yeah, but, like I the think the walls ma- are CGI, but yeah. But there's like pieces of the room that feel like they're actually in a set, rather than when it's that maybe the fire's blocking it from feeling like the empty space, like the giant's hall or castles or shit like that. Where it's yeah. just this is not a real space. It feels more real. Um, but so Aurora is. Her arm is burned from being in that space. Simultaneously, we see that Henry is also physically burned from being in that space. So Mulan's like, hey, you can't go in there. Why would you help them? Uh, They're just strangers. You don't owe them anything. She's like, oh, I'm like, you can't do this anymore. Like, I promised Philip my last promise. And I'm like, 
okay, but you, she could also say, and you are my friend. I care for you too. Like it, in this moment, it actually could be both. Mulan could be like, I promise Philip to keep you safe. I don't like seeing you hurt. But at no mm. point have they ever actually made Mulan and Aurora like friends at all. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Mulan She's just her protector. She interacts, uh, not Mulan, Aurora interacts more with Snow White than she has with Mulan. Yeah, it is definitely, it's, it is frustrating and the writers kind of sucked for this. I will admit, like, her presentation is not great. It is actually because I'm going for my own interpretation of it because Mm -hmm. the writers make dumb decisions. This is fair. Um, And they just do Mulan dirty. Oh, really? At all points. I I just like hate the the choices they make later when they yep. send her off to be one of the merry men and then they just don't talk about that ever ever yep. again until she reappears in season 5 and then she's not a merry man anymore <laughs> like yeah what? she's with Merida instead <laughs> whatever that was it's a this episode uh yes <laughs> Uh, uh, I think Fran, you want to talk about Hook? Um, yeah, I was right. <laughs> he I... was. Well, we may have both been right. <laughs> We're both right. All right, but, I yeah. maintain, as stated, I believe your thing is like I was right. I knew he was plotting to Cora the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> and my thing is when he was working with Emma, he I maintain he meant it. He full-on was willing to like i'm gonna work with you i'll get us i will work with you to get us back because corv will murder him he knows she's ready to kill him and betray him at a moment's notice so he's like my lot is better with these fools i think they can succeed they're not gonna kill me in my sleep but emma double-crossed him and he straight up says i don't like being double-crossed so now he knows i can't trust them even when he did everything right he did everything they wanted and emma double-crossed him so if he yeah. turns around and does everything that cora wants now Cora's like, all right, we're back in it. And he's like, cool. He's he's always just looking out for number one. He's looking out for himself and his revenge. That's what's more important. There's and no I, loyalties that's important yet. And yeah. and I can respect that as a villain. I res- actually, res- everything Hook does, fr- I mean, I don't, it's fucked up, man. But from the perspective of this is our villain, here's our villain plan. Honestly, I'm not saying it's Rumpelstiltskin tier, but it's pretty it's pretty high up there. Oh yeah, I do like Hook as a villain, which is why I was then like, well actually kind of we were technically both right, because like <laughs> Hook's whole thing is like he will go with whoever he thinks he's got yes. a better chance with. So mm-hmm. that's why I was kinda like, I don't trust him with Emma because I know he like if he got a better option, he'd betray yes. her in a second. And I don't trust him with Cora, because also like Cora is an evil maniac. Um and he becomes just as bad when he's with her. But like yes. that's why I was kind of like we're both technically right because like yeah he like at a moment's notice he will double cross everyone. <laughs> I feel here's the thing. I feel like Hook's problem as a person is he seems to adopt characteristics of those he's spinning the most time around. Like yeah. so when he's with Cora, he becomes a total maniac. But he's with Emma and Snow, he actually is pretty fine. Yeah, like, he's still kind of an asshole. But he's like, an asshole, that, uh... but like I don't think he's just going to turn around and murder someone. But when he's with Cora, I 100% believe he's just going to turn around and murder someone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something he really needs to work on, like, his own sense of self, not being so heavily influenced by the forces around him. I get he's, he's listen, he's readily influenced by strong women, and we do like <laughs> that in a man. However. However, not in this man, because this man <laughs> sucks. <laughs> this man sucks. 
not at this current point later on um but uh i would have been okay if he had no i was gonna make a sex joke let's not do that um <laughs> uh, charlie how do you feel about this episode and any specific <laughs> characters you you feel like needs to be dunked on and then we can all uh present our own framing devices and change your mind <laughs> i mean david does his david thing where oh, he no, does yeah, really I, stupid I, shit I can't as usual yeah no you're right <laughs> yeah when i was um when I was given the choice of episodes, I was like, oh, yeah, there's the red episode. And then there's the David does stupid shit episode. But actually, David also did stupid shit in the last episode because mm-hmm. he's David. Yeah. So consistent all the time. Always. Just my God, man. Why did you think you were going to be able to get out of the sleeping curse by kissing her in in the I other actually, world? I OK. So I watched the episode. I'm also like, oh, oh. Just, Charlie, would you like to describe that scene for the listener, just to be like, okay, so, so we can talk they, about that. Let's they zero they in. both they both get there, mm-hmm. but like they can't touch each other because they're not really there. Mm-hmm. And then she's waking up and she disappears, and he's stuck there. He's just fucking stuck there. I also was like, that's such a stupid plan. And then today when I was at work thinking about it, I realized, okay, except Henry physically got burned by that fire. Yeah, but that doesn't so, mean that they can touch each other still. But that that is enough of I don't I actually no longer fault him for having a theory that Snow would be able to wake him up in theory. there because I actually don't think it's a bad theory. I think here's the evidence. It's a place your soul goes. Snow White will be there. True Love's Kiss will wake each other up. Henry went in there. The room is full of fire. Henry woke up with a physical burn on his arm. So some portion of him is physically present in that room. It's not just psychic damage he took from dream fire. It is psychic so like, damage. <laughs> we assume if the magic of the room can create a physical burn on Henry, why can't like the magic of True Love's Kiss also be able to transfer in that place? I, I actually... I. Far be it. I don't like Charlie for making me defend David. However, I actually think the theory, 50-50. Yeah. 50-50, man. It could have yeah, gone no. way. Don't defend David. He's stupid. I'm gonna defend He's this stupid, one. but the like sometimes stupid logic does make sense to a degree. Yeah. I would have to say, I would half agree with Darian on this just because I could get what he was thinking. And mm-hmm. also, I'm always, you know, for... I may not like kids, but I would rather a kid didn't get hurt and like a grown moron yes. did instead. Like if a I moron's like, getting hurt, I'm like I'd prefer that to a child. So like I'm, I've got no beef. Yeah, but like, yeah. <laughs> um, and I. Th- oh, sorry. No, you. I was gonna. <laughs> did you want to move on from the scene, or were we still? Because I have a thing um, about still the on this scene because I just wanted okay, to good. discuss something then. to do with the fire room. Yes. Um, so the one thing that confuses me about the fire room is that. Henry didn't seem to recognize that place, whereas from the logic that we've just gained from David going into the sleeping curse, mm-hmm. is that they don't like in in his version they go to the fire room or like a place nearby the fire room, mm-hmm. but Henry has no recollection of the fire room before waking up. I like think... it's, until going back to sleep now is when he's yeah. suddenly gone to the fire room. It didn't seem like that was part of the curse initially. I don't think it is. I think, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I think it is the the hall, the dark hallways, the dark empty hallways is what you wander when you are under the sleeping curse. Because Snow tells Emma about like wandering alone and lost. You're not exactly wandering in the fire room. And then she had nightmares about the fire room after waking up. So it's yeah. like something. It's another soul's- part of the nether world, but it's not yeah. like. 
that's you go to different places in different states okay i, I kind of wish they'd explain that a little bit more because i was just wondering about that because then like also mm-hmm. in my head i was kind of like if that's the case then how did henry not recognize the heat beneath his feet like david did almost instantly well david cheated the level um that's yeah. that's what happened he 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 just he cheated the entire freaking video game level of the mm-hmm. mirror room in the darkness it like more information than most people do yeah like if you didn't know that you wouldn't have thought about it mm-hmm. yeah you would have just true. been stuck in there and been like sad and the, so just like the floor is warm but like there's no reason to believe there's a room of fire beneath there that's insane <laughs> that's true that's true where did you get the i want to know why there were torches in the room <laughs> no so you could see but the whole thing is you're meant to be wandering lonely in emptiness <laughs> oh no I, I just like to poke holes in that logic. No, it's, it's fair. Well, it's, it's like... There is no logic. It's another no world. Yeah, it's fine. I still I, hate that tile. Yeah. I really like... It's the I'm, disco dance room. When they do Snow and Charming well, I'm always a sucker for it. And I would actually cite this as one of the times that they do Snow and Charming very well. Oh, yeah. Like, Snow... When, okay, so I guess we, Aurora gets kidnapped by the zombies. We'll circle back later. Uh, and so they're like, oh, but we need to get information from Henry about how we stop Cora. And they got separated before Henry could relay the information. So now Snow's like, okay, I will go back to sleep. I just need to be put in a deep, deep sleep so I can't stop myself from going there. It's like, Snow, babe, have you not had like a good deep, deep REM sleep in a while? Oh, no. Apparently oh, no. she hasn't. Ah! So uh, they put her to sleep with some poppies which are really rare in this kingdom, but not so rare that they're not less than a day's walk away from where we're currently at. So so she's going to do that. <laughs> yeah. And then meanwhile, in Storybrooke, Regina's like, I'm not letting my son go back into the fire room. And David's like, I'm not letting my grandson go back in the fire room. And Gold's like, well, we need someone to go deliver a message. And he's like, I'm going to do it. And I know Snow will be there waiting for me, so she'll be able to wake me up. And I, okay, I did find just, it's ridiculous that anyone should assume what the other party is doing, but because yep. it's Prince Charming and Snow White, I actually am fine with that. I'm fine with them having a hunch of like, all right, something happened to Aurora, she might not be there, but I know Snow will be there. They need to get the message. They And I'm fine with that because they've established these characters know each other very well, and they've worked together on a lot of, um, different problems different projects so they know each other's like thoughts so i'm actually totally cool with david knowing that snow would make sure to find her way in there Mm. and so when they see each other and she's just so happy to see him it made me really happy and then she's like how are you here like how are you idiots yeah she starts to realize what he's done and he's like it's fine don't worry about it i just wanted to see you and then oh no she wakes up and then she's so frantic like that broke my heart seeing how Snow White has been so calm and cool and collected. She's been so level-headed this whole time. And she's Mm. been like the anchor as things started to spiral out. She's been zeroed in, absolutely unflappable. When Emma's starting to spiral about, oh no, Henry's in this like terrible room and it's my fault because I didn't believe him and I'm spinning and spinning and spinning. Snow's got it. She's like, no, we're not going to play the play. But then when her Prince Charming is trapped in this fire room and she has the moment of like, it's like when Percy sees his sleeping family in the car during the Battle of Manhattan and suddenly he's broken for a moment. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
I can, yeah. It was, it was a moment. I will let the heterosexuals have one. <laughs> they can have one. They can have one, but they have too many, so they, I hate yes. them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my my brain just started thinking like, could, cause, cause has has Snow been not been dreaming about this like Netherworlds for a while? I'm just wondering if like, cursed Mary Margaret had dreams about this place if she could have gone into this i don't think so because no magic but it's but it's not the same i feel like it's different i think the curse is like land without magic like there is no but there's no magic and you're conscious you're conscious during it you are fully aware that you are in that room and you remember everything the moment you wake up which is not normal for dreams yeah Mm. i'm just wondering if she could have nightmares about it she could have mm. nightmare. No, because she can't remember anything. Uh, yeah. Like Mary Margaret has no. Oh no, because Regina wouldn't know about it either. Regina wouldn't know about the fire room, so she wouldn't be able to implant. Yeah, because Regina memories. definitely would have been like, and every night you have nightmares about being in a fire room. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, that would but be so great. yeah, so she doesn't know. Yeah, so she, no, Mary Margaret wouldn't have had nightmares because mm-hmm. it would be a link to magic, yeah. which they couldn't have because if that was there then they wouldn't have needed mm-hmm. Emma. Solid hey, argument. I want to talk about how Aurora is secretly hoping to go into this other world with Snow and, and Emma, and that makes me so sad and so happy for her, and I wish that's what they did. Oh my god, I want to talk about fanfic right now. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, friend. There are so many fanfics where they come to Storybrooke, Har and Mulan, and it's absolutely amazing because they have no idea what the fuck is going on. In comparison to all the people who have the Storybrooke memories, I want people who have none. And their whole thing was amazing. I think my favourite one that was to do with this was called... Oh, shit, what was it called? Oh, God. It was called The Swan the Swan and the Nightingale. And Ooh. it currently is in progress oh. at 60 chapters. Wow. All right. Still ongoing. Um, and it focuses on, obviously, Swan Queen, Red Beauty, and Sleeping Warrior. And the whole thing is that, in this case, Aurora's parents are in Storybrooke. So when she arrives, oh. they recognize her instantly. And there's like this whole thing of like Mulan continues to be her protector. Yeah. Her parents aren't exactly thrilled because <laughs> uh, they suck. But like there's mm-hmm. lots of different stuff like that. But th- it's just so interesting because then she befriends Belle, who also, you know, isn't really that used to Storybrooke because she doesn't have the Storybrooke memories because she's mm-hmm. been trapped elsewhere. Um, and like, hey, Belle's in just... this episode. Oh, yeah, she is no, in Be- this episode. Belle, Belle and Rumple are in this episode. Yeah, yes, they are. I hate it. They got her in a yellow sundress. Not the that, best look. <laughs> That's the one quote that I wrote down was from like one of the scenes that they were in together. I hate it. I hated it so much. When they're Especially when they're at Granny's diner uh-huh. and he Ugh. says condiments are this world's most powerful magic. He's not wrong. It's not like fucking magic story Brooklyn had like the five mother sauces, okay? <laughs> like we have better food than yes. fucking well, pre-medieval England where they're running it's, around. It's still just so funny to just watch him deliver that line wow. and like in all seriousness mm-hmm. he's just like, this is the world's most powerful magic. 
Okay. Yeah. Was cool. <laughs> All right, Rumpel. I was into it. <laughs> I'll take it. But um, yeah, just to kind of slightly jump to that scene, I hated it. Because like, yeah. the whole thing is like, Belle, why won't you learn? <laughs> this man sucks. Okay, okay. I will give Belle not dumping him yet. She only just got back. We're only seven episodes in. He hasn't fucked up that hard yet. I mean, he did mess up before with the whole, the lying thing. But well, he also, separ- didn't he beat up Mo recently in this season? I think it was this last season? season. That was last season. Yeah, that was last season. But she's like, she's got a job. She's got her own place. Yes, he organized that, but uh, whatever. We have to move on. And so like, okay, okay. The Regina thing. Yes, how about Regina's here? Hey, Belle, you know the woman that imprisoned you for 28 years? And then we just don't talk. She gets nothing. Oh, yeah. Nope. We don't too. talk about Bruno. Yeah. <laughs> that thing, but also, I mean, is the fact that he tried to kill Regina, like, the moment he could. Right. And she's like, Because that's do that. why she's she was like, mad at him. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. No. Yeah. But yes, also, additionally, the fact that she doesn't address, like, Regina is there and there's no addressing of it. I don't think she they ever like, actually properly address that. There's, like, one line at one point during the series where she's like, why? why? <laughs> Basically. And then it's just never addressed again. Yeah, it's it's whatever. Uh, yeah, and then, oh, Cora, and then we just, and everything else. It's like, okay, fine. Uh, can we talk about, just speaking of like, one-off scenes, I really liked Henry watching Regina make the sleeping curse. Yes. And talking to her about magic. Yes. Yeah. I did. Because like, he was good. But what's interesting and also annoying is that he hates magic, but only when it comes to his mum, which makes sense for a child. Because, like, Rumpel healed him and he had mm-hmm. no issue with magic happening then. Yeah. David is going into his sleeping curse and he has no issue with David using magic to a degree of, like, he's using magic to get things done. So I, it, it's interesting that the only time he hates magic is with his mother. But it makes sense mm-hmm. because he's seeing that there's someone he cares about who's been corrupted by this before. It's like sort of like, obviously, they, the way in which they discuss it in the show as well is like an addiction. Like yeah. she is addicted he, to magic. He hasn't seen her do any good magic. That's right? it yeah. too. Right. Yeah. Only so... magic Henry has actually seen her do is violence. Is yeah. Hurting people. Yeah, and sadly enough, this is also that in this current situation, it's still kind of the same thing, even though yep. she's not intending to do harm. She's mm-hmm. having to do harmful magic to do good. Yeah. Yeah. It is so... And it's also perplexing. Regina didn't heal Henry, but she totally could have, right? No, she said this before that Rumpel never taught her how to heal. Okay, that makes me feel better. I was trying to figure, I was like, I feel like she could, but would that have been breaking the rule? Did she not do it because of the magic thing? I feel like exception. No, thank you. That that makes a lot of sense. It's not yeah. exactly you. I think that was like a whole thing of like, that's why um, okay, she, she's on, never done any healing magic. Fan hmm. Fran, Fran, that's double a good check. point. <laughs> I don't know. Is it fanfic? I know it's it mentioned. It feels real to me, but I, I'm not actually. Charlie, does this sound right? It does to me, but also it occurred to me that, oh, but it feels I, too right. I don't it? know. Yeah, I was going to say, it does feel too right. <laughs> like, I don't recall <laughs> this ever being a thing, but I could believe it. That's so, the, yeah. Sometimes I, when sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, that makes total sense. And then you have to freeze it. 
that makes too much sense was it actually <laughs> yeah. fanfic though yeah especially when it's coming from me because when i say things that make sense <laughs> for the context of the show it was usually a fanfic that did it actually it's all fan fiction it's all fan fiction fan Spe- fiction <laughs> speaking of if anyone oh, wants yeah. to read my swan queen fan fiction it is live hey um, <laughs> <Gif>. um, <laughs> But yeah, okay, now that you said it, I don't actually fully know, but we do never actually see her do healing magic. Which, okay, tracks, that's fine. I just, okay, it's such a stereotype for like evil magic users to not know how to do healing magic because it's, oh, it's a waste and it's like a healer. No, I do powerful. I do like emulation magic and stuff like that. But I find that like so baffling because if you're you're a villain, you're throwing... you're doing things that are going to get you hurt or something you care about hurt. So the yeah. first thing you would learn is how to like heal yourself and protect yourself and like yeah. not have to pay the price of what you're doing. I feel like she does do healing magic at some point, but now I, my, my brain is like, no, no, clearly Fran is right about this. You're stupid. Shut up. <laughs> I have one thing in my head, but I know it's, it's with her and Henry, but I know it's, she's not doing healing magic. She's like, she's cast like a spell over henry to protect him from whatever happened in neverland Mm. so it won't happen again um but that's the thing in my head i'm like nope that wasn't healing magic that was something else oh yeah that was to protect his heart so his heart could never be taken again everyone needs this done to them it should be like a goddamn vaccine poor aurora oh my god it's so messed up it's so messed up but I half am okay with it because it leads to sapphic moments later. <laughs> it, do you guys Man. know the scene that I mean? Do you know the I, scene that I mean? I don't remember which I'm which scene. Oh, uh, I'll tell you after it's done because I feel like Darren is going to want to experience it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll message you after it's <laughs> Um But yeah, it leads to a sapphic scene, and it's perfection. So it's so viscerally upsetting when you realize the scope of what Captain Hook's plan actually was because he shows up Aurora has like some pretty a solid moment where Cora is trying to like tell me like what tell me where they're going or you're gonna help me and she's like I they won't give up their family to save a stranger like I will never help you well you will and she like tempts her with like I can help you get Philip back basically like oh when the wraith consumes a soul they just go to another realm and i can help you get to that and then like aurora like does she throw something at? i looked away for a second and then aurora did something and cora was mad at her but i respected aurora so much for whatever had happened i think she she threw the food away i think Hmm. just rejects her offer and it's like atta girl i wish you got to have gone to storybrook um Uh, yeah. yeah uh so then later on she wakes up She's asleep. Hook wakes her up. Oh, I'm letting you go. Run, run, run. And, and tell Emma that my offer still stands. It's like, I don't like being double crossed. But hey, Emma, though. It's cool. Uh, <sighs> and then when Cora comes back, she's about to kill Hook. He's like, ah, but look, look behind door number one in my satchel. And it's it's Aurora's heart. He he ripped out Aurora's heart while she was sleeping. She had no idea. Because yeah. he had that one little thing where he could pull out someone's heart with his hook. Yeah. That, that one time, and he apparently never used it. Yeah, but we also don't know about that yet. We just know he was able to do it here. Yeah, we know he was able to do it here, but we don't know why or how. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. 
it was a thing because we yeah. also don't I, we don't find out for a few more episodes how he does that which no, I, I think fine. that might be the next episode because the next one's called queen of hearts oh yes i think I'm, so i think I'm, that's the next one yeah i'm fine with us not knowing in this episode how it was done like it's a whole it's a show we can have pieces that are going to be like revealed over time yeah but yeah it's just oh and she's like running and she gets back to the rest of the gang and Aurora's talking and then we as the audience don't know what happened until it cuts to us seeing Cora holding the heart speaking into it and it's like Aurora is completely under her control and Aurora doesn't know no that's the really the saddest part like she thinks she's gotten away. Yeah. Is when when Cora's speaking through her, does she have an awareness of what's going on then? I you don't think, think she so. does. It's but so from how it's presented with the sheriff as well, to a degree, mm-hmm. um, and like in other cases, like later on in the show, is that it's like suggestion. So they, they think they're kind of coming up with it themselves. It's like a suggestive thought okay. um, that's coming into them. Which can be like through full sentences to a degree, but they kind of like the the. It's almost like the brain is being tricked by the heart sort of situation. Hey, hey. that makes sense. Yeah, hey. symbolism. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> um, I just I think because the last time we saw the person like, oh, I can control you basically with the heart. It was the um the huntsman, but it mm. seemed like he was aware that he was being forced to do things he didn't want to do. Yeah, I think it's because he'd become conscious at that period of time because he like, he was having memories. That's and true. obviously in the in the enchanted forest, he knew his heart had been taken at that point because it happened in front yeah. of him, basically. So I okay. Oh, this is actually just bringing up like some psychological like horror stuff. Is like if you know your heart has been taken, are you aware if they are controlling you, or would you still have no idea if this was someone else or if it was you? Depends what you're doing. Like like, are you doing something that you'd never do? But would you, or, because it's like, as Francis, like, suggestion, it feels like it's not like me, but I want to anyway. Like, is it, how much hmm. are you, do you have an awareness of how far can it push you until? I think I think they discuss it at a later point as well. Of like, it depends on the, of the strength of the person. Actually, hold on. Is this the first time we know that someone can be, like, outright controlled through the heart? Because with the sheriff, it was just, or with the huntsman, it was just Regina will kill him because she has his heart now. She can literally crush it if he doesn't do as she says. Is this the first time? Yes, this is the first official time. Oh, boy. Yeah. Because we've not seen him being controlled via yeah, his we heart. Saw, we saw the zombies at the top. Hmm. And I think that was setting up for this is something that they can do. And we as the audience don't know that it's not just, oh, you, hold on. No, no, no. We, no, with when Rumple's teaching young Regina, he rips out the unicorn's heart and makes it bow to him. Once you have a heart, you control them entirely. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, okay. I feel like there's so a moment before. Up. Yeah, I think I, it's because I was thinking, like, only on people. This is yeah, the first time no. you see the whole, like, you talk into it and they yes, speak. Yes, the okay. extent of what it actually, yeah. Yeah. And it's the first time we've seen it done on a person. Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, the, share, the, uh, the huntsman's thing was different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Poor Aurora. Poor Aurora. Oh, it's, really, it. it's really, it's really like a better. <laughs> yeah. But a great villain plot, though. Again, as like a villain thing. Ooh, love it. Chills into it. What will happen next? Terrifying. How will our heroes overcome this? There's a spy in their midst. Not even the spy knows. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like one of those, wait, am I the spy? No, you couldn't be the spy, obviously. No, no, you are the spy, actually. You definitely are the person. It's like someone's playing Mafia, but they didn't realise they'd been tapped on their shoulder to be told that they were the Mafia in the game. So they think everyone else is like either like same as them, chill, normal person, or they're bad people, but they don't know that they're actually the bad person because they forgot. This is oh my god, it's like in Death Note. Sorry. Oh <laughs> what? There's there's the oh so like Death Note, right? The the manga and anime, there's a seat there's like a part in it where the light yagami is the fucking serial killer. But to get out of it, he's got to convince everyone he's not. Even the detective who absolutely knows it's you, motherfucker. I'm waiting for you to slip up. So he erases his own memories about being the murderer, about actually being the killer. And when he no longer remembers it, he actually is a pretty solid dude who's like, I'm not the killer. Let me help you capture him. And they like, it's wild what happens next because he genuinely doesn't remember it, thinks he's a good guy, wants to help the detective like solve everything. And then he gets his memories back and fucking kills him. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so dark. And then the rest Fuck. of the series is not worth reading. <laughs> they do n- After that, it is not nearly as strong anymore. It does not stick the landing. I have had that a lot. <laughs> but up to that point, oh, it's compelling. <laughs> anyway. I think they did, they did that with the anime as well. They only captured that plot and they just didn't go any further. No, they did right? the whole thing in the anime. Oh, no, they did I the whole watched- thing. That was oh. the first, like, Manga I read all the way through and then watched the anime all the way through. So they were, yeah, they were really loyal in the adaptation. They just, still just they after that be. point, it's hard to, it's, listen, it's hard to be that kind of convoluted stuff. And then once they got rid of like one of the strongest characters after that point, it did kind of just like, okay, but you need to resolve this somehow. And eh, it's a little loose. Not what this show is about though. This show is about how, um, Anna's. <laughs> Got some hang-ups, and she's ready to throw hands with Regina. And usually it's justified, but I didn't like it in this episode. No, her justification here makes no sense. Firstly, also, I just want to mention, just because we're talking about Emma, how the fuck does she have a photo of Henry? Because the logic is not logicking. Because if she had a photo uh... of him before, wouldn't she have shown Cora when she thought Cora was a good person? And she was talking about Henry. That's a good Why point. has the picture suddenly appeared a couple That's of true. days in? Hmm. I'm trying to figure out how she has a picture at all. I mean, 2012. When would she have taken a photograph? Yeah, it's not like she's got her wallet on her. Yeah. And I also, mean, maybe yeah. she's got her wallet on her. Yeah. You don't know. But also, yeah, when like, did she take a photo? Because it's also just like a generic photo of Henry. It's not like it's a photo of them together or anything. Yeah, like it's that. like a small, it's like a class picture. Maybe Henry gave her one of his class maybe pictures. Maybe she just stole it. <laughs> Maybe Emma just stole oh my thing. god! She asked Mary Margaret for a a version oh, yeah. of his class photo. I don't think Emma would have done that, but Mary Margaret definitely would have conveniently left the extra she had. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. But still, why did she have it on her? I mean, she's because she just puts it in her favorite jacket. Yeah, because she's always gonna pocket. wear that. She definitely, but ha- she did only re- like basically a day or two before she fell into the portal. Kind of accept that fact. I think she, I believe that if she, Mary Margaret had like conveniently left this there, she would have put it in her wallet. Yeah, and then just carried it around with her. 
but yeah. not like in the pocket where you have to move from jacket to jacket. And so she had her wallet on her when she fell into the portal and she still got it. You're absolutely right, Fran. She should have taken the picture out when she was talking to Cora and mentioned Henry. That yeah. would have made the most Also, sense. she didn't take the picture out of her wallet. It just kind of appeared. Like she just yeah, took it from- Yeah, we don't- She just has a photo of Henry. And yeah. I'm thinking it would have been more sense if like, here's a picture on my phone, but there's no way those are still charged even if they had one. Also, it's 2012. Was she got a flip phone? <laughs> Is but that like, him? If she had no, she put out her wallet. That would have yeah. made sense, but like it just appeared. I'm like, that's not realistic. But admittedly, a lot of this show just d- a lot of the show just does just have her describe him. Yeah, he's a little boy with like, like sandy brown hi, hair. You know? <laughs> uh, he said his name was Henry. Yeah, I think that's sleeping curse. We got it. There you go. That's all you needed. Yeah. Also, you could maybe have said, like, oh, my name's Henry. I'm from Storybrooke. That sounds like a thing a kid does, is yeah. they say what their name is and where they're from. It still bugs me that we never actually saw the moment where he's like, oh, yeah, hey, I'm Henry. Like, like you just hear her tell you that. But we see it. It's like she, it's immediately after. She, no, we see that. We, we didn't see him say, hey, I'm Henry. And then they wake yeah, up. Yeah, we, like, we do. He's got, it's after the, um... Gold gives him the thing at the end and he's like he's able to control the 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 fire and so it like kind of goes down around him but Aurora is still there terrified. So we see that interaction. Mm-hmm. I don't maybe we don't actually see him say my name's Henry. I don't remember. But it because makes she sense. didn't say her name to him. That was weird. No, but I believe that he I I I find it reasonable that Henry would be like, "Hi, my name's Henry. Do you want to talk to me? Do you have a name? Are you even real?" Hello, strange woman. But anyway, Emma's really um, looking for someone to blame. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course. And the she blame did, is, it makes no sense here. <laughs> she did not um, take uh, Snow's lesson to heart, I think, the right way. Because Emma, as we mentioned earlier, Emma's having a whole freak out about, oh no, Henry's in this terrible place and it's my fault that he even went under a sleeping curse because I wouldn't believe him and I'm a terrible mother and it's all my fault. He's suffering now. And Snow's like, hey, 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 no one would have believed him. Me, hi, the actual Snow White, I'm letting you know you were okay not to believe Henry's stories. That's wild. That would have been wild if you had just believed him like that. So you're cool. And, you know, we could blame me if I hadn't told Cora about Regina's love. She would never have murdered him and none of this would have happened. So we blaming ourselves is not going to get us out of this. So let's chill out. You're right. We should blame Regina. Not the lesson I think you're supposed to take from that. Yeah. Although, interestingly enough, very Snow White in the early years of like everything is Regina's fault. Yeah. So very mother, like mother, like daughter, um, in the early stages at least. Um, Emma does eventually grow out of it. Snow keeps falling back. It, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Regina is blamed for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not justified, and yeah. yeah, sometimes it's not. I mean, everything that Regina does, I think, can be blamed on Cora and Rumple, though. <laughs> yeah. So so blame them if you want to blame someone. Yeah, also, they've currently met Cora, so, like, <laughs> at this point, they should be, at least be, at least Emma as well, having grown up in yeah. the foster care system and experienced all the terrible stuff that she did, she'd be like, wow, okay, no wonder Regina's mm-hmm. like this, if for having a mother like that. 
a mother who also killed her first love. I mean, yeah, yeah right? no wonder. Blame the generational trauma at all times. Or just uh, trauma, because trauma, trauma sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we've got... While Emma is frantic and wanting to blame herself for Henry having to suffer these, like, after effects of a sleeping curse, Regina does not have the same reaction to that. Or at least it's not outwardly expressed that she does. And I found that a wasted opportunity to demonstrate how these women are, the parallels between them and also their relationship with Henry as, like, mothers. Yes, like, both of them could have been, like, once... Regina finds out about this. I feel like it was perfectly reasonable for her to be upset. Like, it's my fault that Henry is suffering now and, like, hurt. I wanted to curse mm. Emma so bad. And he he got hurt because of it. Like, it doesn't have to spiral into her blaming Emma or something like Emma's thing does. No, but I, I she would think it would I don't think she would. Yeah, no, she would. I, she would definitely she would blame, blame herself. herself. Yes, exactly. I, yeah. I think it would have been interesting if they had given Regina a moment of distress. Because it is her fault. This is her fault. This yeah. one here. Like, Even if this... not intentional, it is yeah. her fault. And like, she would. She would blame herself. She blamed herself for Daniel for years as well. Mm-hmm. Eventually ended up blaming Snow because she yeah. can't blame her mother because she's so afraid of her mother. But she did blame herself for periods of time. Like, she is the sort of person she's very, like, I, think, I don't remember if we've talked about this, but she is like, she's someone I would describe as like an empath. Like, she feels things so intensely. Mm-hmm. That mm. is damaging to a degree, both for herself and others, because it's just so intense. Um, so the fact that they, honestly, the fact that they didn't show her feeling guilty or being horrified about what she'd done, mm-hmm. honestly, just continues to feed into this anti-adoption narrative this show seems to consistently have. Because yeah. she's not her his real mother. That's why she doesn't care. Ah. Yeah, like she's upset that he's hurt and ups- and does not want him to continue to be hurt. Cares about Henry. We've seen that demonstrated pretty well recently. But Emma's over here blaming herself. I don't know. I'm not saying that demonstrates like this this act of like, oh, to be a good parent, you must feel responsible for all the harm that ever comes upon your child. I don't think that's correct. But this is straight up Regina's fault. And it would have been interesting like character yeah. depth to see her reflect on that um yeah hey also more interesting i wish regina had been the one to go under the sleeping curse i also second this because it would have been such an interesting concept mm-hmm. of like I... her self-punishment because like i think I... this is the sort of thing she punishes herself for loads of stuff so her, her i would have seen love to have seen her volunteer yeah at to least do it. like i should be the one to do it yeah this is my fault because like you know she's being blamed for snow and emma falling into the hat as well yes so it's although that actually wasn't her fault but she is being blamed for it yeah it's like they well i guess it'd be like i owe them it's not her fault they fell in because it's rumple's fault because he's the one that sent the wraith but they still made and they still helped save her and be in the act they were lost henry is suffering because she's the one that cast this curse Snow's going to be there because she's the one that put her on the curse in the first place. I think it would have been very compelling if Regina had been like, I'm going to be the one who goes under. The reason I think that she doesn't is because there's There's no no one one to wake her her up. Yeah. Which honestly, yeah. And because the show is still at the height of its anti-adoption storyline, she never would have woken up for the entire 
she ne- I... she never would have woken up until much much later yeah i think yeah. it, i actually do i want to i if they had been willing to commit to that i think we could have gotten to henry would have woken her up yeah but it would have taken some time i don't it think we would be able to do it or they wouldn't away. have yeah i but i would have i think you're right friend at least her offering and saying i should be the one to do this these are the reasons why and then rumple could have snidely been like yes well then who would wake you up our dear lovely queen or some shit like that yeah, yeah. and it just like mm. shuts her down be- and then we could have this moment of like oh heart just straight to the gut she literally just killed daniel just mentioned it who would be your true love to wake you up yeah and then we can like have her sit in that for a while and reflect on this notion yeah it'd also be a really and also uh, it would have been a really good stepping stone because it's it's henry seeing her try to step up and do something good yeah yes be a hero yeah um, which could de- heal that rift, which would then, when it comes to that Miller's daughter episode, be even more of a bigger gut punch when he becomes a dickhead again. Um, yep. <laughs> it's already a gut punch in that period of time of believing a dog over Regina, but whatever. But like that would have been Do even more so. Do not remember this episode, but I'm sure it'll distress me immensely. Oh, uh, God. I remember what you're talking about. Yes, which... <laughs> i'm also having feelings about this whole like regina going under a sleeping curse because that does come up at some point where she's like wants to put herself under a sleeping curse but that's way later and no one probably remembers what i'm talking about so i do not know that's That's, there's so much i uh i think that's around wicked witch time this is like uh, oh i do remember that oh yeah, yeah yeah season three okay yeah i think i do now i only i never rewatched this show i watched every single episode as it aired and i wow. did not rewatch a single one wow um so, so i don't remember a lot of fine details because i literally it's been uh almost 13 years since i've seen Dude, some of these episodes i was that person who would rewatch the season when the new season was coming out like like that was that was how I spent my entire September is I would rewatch Once Upon a Time because, oh, look, the new season's coming out in a couple weeks. How would, how did you do that? Like, what were you using to do that? Um, wh- Whatever sites that it was on. I think, oh, okay. was it on Netflix at one point? Yeah, it was on Netflix. Um, Not for a while. Not though. yet. Not when it was airing. No, um, not like it this. It was. Probably, but it it was on Netflix. I think what we were as we were just talking about. I was about. definitely streaming it in a legal way. Oh, okay. Well, as so, I as I mentioned at the top, I had not big shifted into my entertainment consumption through streaming, in which I could have had access to all of those things at the top. Mm. So, but I do that with books. Oh, new books coming out. Better reread all the other books in the series. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, more accessible definitely... though. Hmm. It was definitely like later in the show that I started doing this, like season like four or something. Oh, okay. So that makes more sense. I thought you meant for like season one. It wasn't like season one. That's what I was like. Season three or four. Yeah, that's why I was kind of like, that doesn't seem possible because Netflix was only just studying. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. But now I get it for like for the late seasons. Okay. Yeah. No, no, from season four, it definitely was on Netflix because I remember Now I just have a yearly rewatch of Once Upon a Time. So I remember too much. Um, Uh, I, I stopped one... watching in season four, so I have no memories of, uh, except for season seven. But that's because 
Um, I knew there were lesbians, so I was like, I'm going to watch it. I like season seven. <laughs> I love this lesbians. Season I seven is actually the only so good. Seven. I wish we had gotten more. There I are, think yeah. it would have been good. There are parts of it that I like. The finale leaves something to be desired, but... Yes. I mean, well, because it was a mad rush to wrap up the series. It really was. And yeah, because yeah, they got cancelled They got cancelled, and they're like, oh, okay, well, we gotta figure out, rather than actually being able to build, so this is our final season, let's build all the pieces. Yeah. I was say, literally, the only thing that I think should have been different about season seven is that we shouldn't have had any previous characters. Yeah, clean slate, just Henry. Honestly, I don't I think, like, I'm good for Henry to not... Uh, no, it? see, because Henry gets one of my favorite lines in the entire series in the last season. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, I think like, Henry can stay, but Cinderella, no, because we already had one. <laughs> oh, see, because I, I, oh, like, I like no, just no, Cinderella. No, no, okay. oh, I like her. Freeze. We can't do this. Yeah. No. Sorry. Right. No, we'll do it. We're about to be 25 <laughs> minutes. We'll talk about it after recording. We can't do it in the episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah last yeah. thought on if Regina had gone under the sleeping curse, it would have been her and Snow in that flaming room. That would have been cool. And how that would that have changed the dynamic all the way throughout the rest of the season? And how would that have changed the season as a whole? Because like mm-hmm. that whole if they if the Miller's daughter thing still stayed the same after all that Regina did, oh my god, I would never have forgiven any of them. Yeah. I feel like if Regina had been there, then Snow would have been like, Oh, oh, you actually care. You yeah. you really wanna be better and mm-hmm. help. And then Yo. for them to then turn on her instantly. Could the... Cora have woken her up? Cora doesn't have a heart, um, so she Yeah, I was gonna love. say only once she gets a heart back. So that would have been interesting. because uh, so. or maybe with magic or something. Okay, okay, hold on. Gimme may I borrow two minutes to work through what I'm thinking here. Yeah, yeah, but I will so- can we talk or do you want us to stay silent? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, no, no, not two minutes of total silence. Two minutes okay. of just come play with me. Come play with me in this space. Come join okay. me in this space. Okay. Feel free to, feel free to right. add things to this. We're in a sandbox space. We're in a dreamscape. Come join me here. So Regina We're goes the under world. the sleeping room. We're in the, no, no. We're in the dream world. Come play with me. Charlie, damn it. Charlie's not allowed. Charlie's going to the room. studio. Charlie's out of the dreamscape. <laughs> They've been banished. Okay. So Regina goes under the sleeping curse. She delivers the message. She's still under who's going to wake her up, right? Uh, because Cora now has Aurora, she learns that her daughter is the one that is now under a sleeping curse in Storybrooke. So we see Cora trying to get back. But as we know, she doesn't have a heart, so she can't wake her up. But when she gets back into Storybrooke, spoiler alert, gang, obviously the villain's going to come to Storybrooke. We actually already she- know that because of an uh, end thing, I think. that There's a reference to Hook. It, wait, no, we don't. No, I got confused. <laughs> There's a scene where it looked like they were already in Storybrooke. Sorry. Not yet. Working on it. Uh, so the um, so she uses her magic, steals Regina's sleeping body, and is trying to use her magics to wake her up. And maybe at some point, she succeeds. Maybe she rips out Regina's heart and uses her kind of as a zombie. So she's awake now. Or she uses some magic yeah. where Regina's awake. But it's not fully Regina. And she is like, the Regina that Cora always wanted her to be. Oof. So now we have this. And maybe she's totally evil, or maybe she's totally docile. It's what I bet evil, right? She wants her to be queen still. So we get this. And it's Henry who's the one who has to step up and be like, this isn't you. And she's like, you always thought I was evil. It's like, no. And then we get flashbacks of Henry's childhood with Regina. Yeah, she was a strict mom. Yeah, she was an overbearing mother. But 
hey, do you remember when I was sad because none of the other kids invited me to their birthday parties? And so you threw a party in the backyard for me. I remember when I had chicken pox and you had a meeting that you missed because you stayed home with me when it was really important. Hey, and we just can actually have these moments of him trying to reach her and then just eventually like grabs her and like just like kisses her cheek or something. And then that breaks the curse. Of, like, oh, sleepy that curse, would have been so good. So when are we going to reboot uh, Once Upon a Time, gang? <laughs> Let's do it. This I am so down arc. for it. I am so down for it. A proper reboot as well, not the soft reboot. <laughs> no, no, no. Season four. Friend, is this going to be your next series on YouTube, rewriting Once Upon a Time? <laughs> it is now. There <laughs> <laughs> no, you go. Full sweeping seasons. What I think, if you do this, I think it's episode by episode... Down ridiculous full sweeping seasons like how they do season one season and when they start to 1a 1b like break up those seasons like what I hate those arcs look like oh see i love that <laughs> i think that worked out you know With the only reason why i hated it is because it wasn't consistent because season ones and and two didn't do mm-hmm. it and then they suddenly did it and i was like why <laughs> I think that worked for me because my biggest complaint and listen, are you are familiar with this is how I feel like it takes so long for things to get going. Cause we have an arc that has to go 22 seasons. And yeah. I'm like, I just want it to be like WandaVision to tight six episodes. Let's go. So when they yeah. start breaking up those, you can get, I feel like there's a little less, it doesn't make the show better, but at least like things happen more quickly. We don't have another Catherine's murder mystery plots. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've just, by the way, I've just written on my whiteboard, start rewriting it once upon a time. I series. do expect <laughs> you to have me on for the season two rewrite so we can discuss the, the, oh, what yes. I've just given. I do expect to be allowed to be. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. Without question. I'll have to buy a, a camera if I'm going to do a video thing with you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> DJ has a camera. I'm... I can use DJ's camera. Nice. <laughs> Um, I do want to say that this season is almost broken up uh, easily into the they're they're in um, Enchanted Forest uh-huh. stuck and then half not. Yeah, but I think like, when we get Korra. It's, it's almost easily Ooh. like that. Mm-hmm. It's mm, I would actually say it's split up slightly differently. It's Cora and then Greg. That yeah ah! yeah. I just there you Greg. go. There you go. I hate him. Um, Actors very good because they make themselves hateable very well. Um, But yeah, that's how I would actually say the season is split up, which just makes it a little bit uneven. But I'm kind of fine with that. Fucking Greg. Fucking Greg. (laughs) I mean, the name alone, I was like, this guy's going to be a dickhead. (laughs) I remember watching it. I was like, don't trust that Greg. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) My mom was watching it with me at the time and she went, why? And I'm like, I don't know. He's a Greg. He's, yeah. He's a Greg. <laughs> He's a Greg. There's only one good Greg, and that's Greg Universe. Okay? Greg Universe. I don't yeah. know what it's that Dan. is. Oh, it's the dad from Steven Universe. Fran, uh, have you not watched Steven Universe? We don't have that here. <laughs> I'm canceling Fran. You um, can't cancel Fran for not watching a show. That's so rude. It's also not We're, available in the arguments. UK. Yes! <laughs> It's We've not been available arguments in the UK. About this. I can't. When I, when I keep I... hearing that you haven't seen queer media, I I, I give you another gay demerit. Yes. Yeah, so, see, then I fight fair. back with, well, at least I watch 
non-Western queer media as well to make up for it. This is also true. This is also true. All right. So speaking of media, uh, (laughs) do we have any closing thoughts we want to discuss on on this? I feel like we've gone through the plot points we talk about in the notes like pretty thoroughly, unless there's something we need to revisit. Charlie, take the ball. You get a start. Anything else we want to hit on? I mean, like, God... I, I chose an episode where there's no good, like, cultural references. Uh-huh. Um, I know, that, that's, thing. that's, like, that, that's, that's one of the things that, like, if you look at, like, each episode in their, like, wikis, there's, mm-hmm. like, a spot for cultural references, and it'll explain all the different little things that are in there. I oh, love I looking that. at that. But this episode, it's just, like, yeah, the old-fashioned way of the spindle prick. I don't think that counts. Like, that's just in-universe stuff. Oh, yeah. I actually did wonder if maybe that was, like, does the Sleeping Beauty lore predate the Snow White myth somehow in, like, fairy tale? It's hard Um, to track those kind of things because they were largely oral, but I wonder if there's any way, like, is the first... Well, the Grimm brothers, like, collected all of those in Rogue Yeah, Beauty, Snow White. Because they have... Fairy tales, like, like, linear fairy tale AB1, or, like, those archetypes and tropes. I was wondering if, like, they if there was a way to track it through those traditions and if like the Sleeping Beauty story predates Snow White but I don't know if you can determine that I want to say Sleeping Beauty might predate Snow White because Snow White it gained more popularity around like Grimm Brothers time and everything and Sleeping Beauty definitely existed before that if you know what I mean yeah so like there's like there's more versions of Sleeping Beauty, I think, than there are of Snow White mm-hmm. out there. So I'd say probably Sleeping so Beauty. So that's, that's cool. Old-fashioned way being that. Uh, probably by accident, but that was the thing that came into my head. Yeah. But, like, also, in this universe, we know Maleficent did the Sleeping Curse before her anyway, so... Get me started. <laughs> I can't. The episode has to end. <laughs> Can we not talk about the fact there are technically two sleeping beauties in this one enchanted forest? Let's just finish the episode. <laughs> Darian's so done. We're done. <laughs> we are done. Only other thing I have to say is the fear of Cora is very well done. Everyone is afraid of Cora, including yes. Rumple. The look on his face when Cora's name is mentioned says it all. He's like, oh, I like that. Fuck. Yeah, no, it's very good. That is all. As always, if you want to support entering Storybrooke, you can do so by heading over to at Instagram at StorybrookePod, which is also the same on Twitter. And of course, let your friends know about entering Storybrooke so we can get more people to tune in because we're going to be doing this for a long while. So be sure to stay tuned. So, Charlie, where, uh, as I promised at the top, now's the time. Tell us a little bit, our listeners, a little bit more about where they can find you on the Internet. Um, well, like I said, my Percy Jackson read-along podcast, Of the Eldest Gods, you can find that on all the podcatchers and things. Both of these two have guessed it on there. Um, I've I've collected almost all of the entering Storybrooke hosts, except Carter. (laughs) You got Erica? I can't even get Erica. (laughs) You know what? I've done it. They actually asked to be on our dragon episode, and I never saw their response in the spreadsheet. So wow. <laughs> I, I tried to get both of them, but Carter had COVID, I think, at the time. Oh, so. no, not again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you can find me. I'm at GreenPixie12 most places, except Twitter, which I guess is alive at the moment. Um, at GreenPixie123. 
I also do drawing things on my Instagram at Green Pixie Draws. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, links to all those in our show notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember, be careful of pricks.